Samsung Galaxy S9, OnePlus 6 and Google Wireless, Oculus Go. This is the latest tech news. This is Tech Chat Friday News. Update with your host, David Cannon. Hello everyone, we made it. Today the GDPR laws begin, so we no longer have to worry about all those GDPR emails flooding into our inboxes like they have been doing for the last few days. And if you're a business, you no longer need to worry about complying with all those laws. It's all good, and it's all good on the Friday News Update today as well, because we have some brand new phones and some new gaming hardware from Razer to talk about today. So... It's an exciting show. Let's get going. This is the Friday News Update episode 26 for Friday the 25th of May 2018. And first up this week, HTC have announced their latest flagship, the HTC U12+. Plus. So you might be wondering where has the normal U12 gone Well, there isn't one. They've just made one U12 and called it the U12 Plus because they think the specs are suggestive of a Plus model. But anyway, that is what you're getting. And I was quite sceptical about this phone when I first saw the specs and features. HTC need a great phone to get them back successful again. They haven't been doing too well over the last few years. I don't think this is that phone, but I still think now that I've seen a little bit more about it, that it's quite a good phone. I just don't don't think it can rival phones like the Galaxy S9 and iPhone X. Let's see what you think. I'll tell you about some of the features and specs. So first of all, we are getting a bezel-less screen that we first saw on the U11 Plus. That screen is six inches and it is QHD, but sadly, it's not OLED. They are sticking with LCD, super LCD in fact, but it's still not super. It's LCD, not OLED, which is a real shame. But anyway, it's got pretty thin bezels, so that's really cool. And no notch. So if you don't like the notch, this could be the phone for you. Perhaps the main feature of the U12 Plus, however, is its four cameras. So this isn't triple cameras on the back and a single camera on the front, like on the P20 Pro. Instead, it's dual cameras on the front and back. And HTC are proudly promoting the fact that the HTC U12 Plus's dual cameras got the highest score for dual cameras on DxOMark with 103. That puts it ahead of the P20 on 102 and the Galaxy S9 Plus on 99. But it's still behind the P20 Pro on 109. So there's quite a big gap between those two phones, but still, it's the second best phone on DxOMark. So this is certainly going to have fantastic cameras. If you want a phone with great cameras, this could be one to consider. 
The dual cameras on the back enable two times zoom without losing any quality and ten times zoom combining the dual cameras with digital zoom so you will lose a little bit of quality and there's also that background blurring effect that's still so popular. Those dual cameras are 12 megapixel and 16 megapixel so pretty good and on the front we get dual cams as well both 8 megapixel those I think can do the background blurring effect as well though this doesn't say and they also enable you to do AR stickers which are basically like snapchat filters it puts effects on your face which is a bit weird but they're trying to come up with something like animojis like all phone companies have been doing recently and we also get a Snapdragon 845 with 6GB of RAM, 3500mAh battery, which is great. And we also get IP68 waterproofing and Alexa and the Google Assistant pre-installed. We also get EdgeSense 2, which works just like EdgeSense 1 on the U11. So you squeeze the phone to get shortcuts to stuff, but this time there are a few new tricks. You can hold the phone and turn it to rotate the screen and tap twice on the side of the phone to minimize everything into a little window in the corner of the screen so that you can reach everything really easily. And finally, there are pressure sensitive buttons, which is just bizarre. I mean, they've replaced the real buttons on the U12 Plus with pressure sensitive buttons that don't click, instead you just tap them and they activate that function, whether it's power or volume. But why would they do this? There is no reason to replace the physical buttons of a phone with pressure sensitive buttons. There's no edge sensey tricks with these. HTC said they did this to make the phone more durable, but that does not justify it for me, and I don't think it will for you either. It's just weird. Anyway, if you do like the sound of this phone, head over to htc.com. It's going to cost you £699, and you can get it from next month. LG this week announced a brand new budget phone, the Q7, a month after they announced the LG G7 ThinQ. This one doesn't have the ThinQ branding, but it does kind of have an AI camera feature called Q-Lens, which recognises what the camera's looking at and sort of does a search to find similar stuff to what you've taken a picture of or show you where you can buy that thing. The phone also has portrait mode, so again, background blurring, and there are three versions of this phone, the Q7, Q7 Plus, and Q7 Alpha. They all have bezel-less screens, just like last year's Q6, so no notch for some reason, even though it was on the LG G7 ThinQ. In fact, 
These phones don't really share a lot with the LG G7 ThinQ, but anyway, no notch, so that's good, again, for people who don't like notches. They all have 5.5 inches Full HD bezel-less screens. They either have a 1.5 gigahertz processor or a 1.8 gigahertz processor, but both are octa-core. The LG Q7 Plus has 4 gig of RAM and 64 gig of storage, whereas the other phones just have to put up with 3 gig of RAM and 32 gig of storage, and none of them have dual cameras, but they do have 13 megapixel or 16 megapixel on the plus cameras on the back, and they have 5 megapixel or 8 megapixel cameras, which are also wide angle, unless you have the 8 megapixel version on the front, and you get a 3000 mAh battery, which is really cool. You're also getting Android Oreo, the latest version of Android, and IP68 waterproofing. No pricing yet, but we will find that out soon. And finally, Razer have announced some brand new devices, the Razer Blade 15 laptop, which comes in Full HD 60Hz or 144Hz, and 4K touchscreen variants. You're going to be getting an 8th gen Intel i7 with 16GB of RAM and a GTX 1060 or 1070. It starts at £1,699 and is available next month, and they also announced a budget external graphics card enclosure called the Razer Core X, which now works on Macs and costs £259. I'll see you next week. Goodbye.